Hey, good morning, and this is Sean, and this is the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group and the KLE Podcast. Welcome and uh, happy Monday. It's start of another week living kingdom stuff. Come on, you're the kingdom leader. That's what it's about, is living kingdom stuff, living kingdom principles, living the kingdom values, living and representing the kingdom of God wherever you are, whatever you're doing, uh, whatever function role you're in. It, you don't have to be a, a superpositional person with great charismatic and, and lots of money to be a kingdom leader. You can be wherever you are, whether you're a nursery school teacher, school teacher, a worker, entrepreneur, salesperson, marketing, hey, you could be, well, if you're a politician, you need to become a leader. You know, just being being a politician doesn't mean you're a leader. That's for sure. You know, the problem is, is that I posted, uh, I think it was yesterday, is that, uh, you know, when you're looking just to be accepted, approved, liked, doing what everybody is going to like, you're a politician, not a leader. But we need, we, we don't need uh, politicians, we, we need leaders today. And so regardless of where you are at, and that's the thing, is you here in this to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to become, and, uh, and that's the thing, is becoming a kingdom leader. Have a change of mindset, have a transformation within yourself, until we are representing and reflecting the King and His Kingdom in everything that we do. All right, well, this morning is Mentoring Monday. This is uh, Mentoring Monday in KLE, and we are talking about engaging with stories. A couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, the, the, there's a 3E strategy, engage, equip, empower. That's what we should be approaching, uh, the, the strategy we should use to in fact bring transformation wherever we are. Engage, equip, empower. One of the things about engaging, you cannot change what you don't engage. You cannot bring transformation to a generation that you're not prepared to engage. And, you know, I, the, the thing about it is, is uh, just a quick one here. You know, I, I saw somebody jump on, on um, Facebook and uh, they were preaching you know, a great message from behind the pulpit and said, you don't come to church with a with a, a phone, you know, with a smartphone, with a with your mobile, you bring your Bible. And I thought to myself, you know, right there, they've just eliminated a whole generation because this new generation, man, they do everything on their phone. I do everything on my phone. I read my Bible on my phone too. Can you believe it? Oh, Please, you know. Well, hey, if you're going to if you're going to shut me down just because I read my Bible on a on a smartphone, well, then so be it, you know. Because we've got to reach this generation where they are. One of the things about engaging this generation is stories. Any generation engaging any people is you do it with stories. And you say, well, Sean, I don't have any stories. The thing about it is, is that. You, if you've been through any kind of storm, you have a story. If you've had to 
overcome anything, get through something. If you've, if you've made it this far, you have a story, a story about hope, a story about vision, a story about surviving, a story about impacting somebody's life, adding value or somebody adding value to your life. What about the best person you've ever met and, and dealt with? What about the worst person you've ever dealt with? What about the relationships, good relationships, bad relationships, relationships that um, actually, you know, carried on and meant something in your life? You know, I have a friend in South Africa, Andre, and uh, Andre and his wife. Well, I know Andre before I met Michelle. Michelle and I know each other now. 39 years we've been together. We've been married 38 years, I think, 37, yeah, 37, 38 years. And, we, and I've known Andre even longer than that. So I know my friend for 40 years or something. And there's a story there. There's so much history in that relationship. Him and I, we still talk. We, we're miles apart. He's in South Africa. I'm here, but we still talk. Never given up on me. Thank God. He's never given up on me. He's always been my friend. You know, we, sometimes we don't like what we, what, what we do in the past. I'm saying there were times that we didn't like, you know, the things that we did, but yet we never negotiated our relationship. Our friendship was never negotiable. Can you see there's a story in that? There's a tremendous story in that. And, you know, I tell the young guys that I, that I mentor, I tell them these stories. I tell them stories about, about the time I had a vision, the time I saw provision. I tell them stories about things I overcome, pain, disappointments, hurts that I had to endure but came through, the lessons I learned through things. Um, Having a 37, 38-year marriage. Gosh, can you believe I can't remember what the, how many years it's been? <laughs> anyway, I know it was in 1982, March 1982. So um, I want to say to you is, is that, you know, you need to build up an arsenal of stories. You've got a story to tell. And sometimes meeting people is not so much telling them about you, but telling them stories about, Good relationships, bad relationships, the best people you've, that you, best leaders, the worst leaders, you know, is lessons that you've learned on the way. And that's really what it is. What life lessons did you learn? What, what life lessons can you give to the next generation that means something? How can you take values and turn it into stories? Um, and, and that's why, that's how, you get uh, this transferred to people and, and into their life. Remember this, you cannot change what you don't confront. You cannot transform what you don't engage. And, you, you know, if we don't begin engaging, we can't be complaining. We cannot, you know, too many too many Christians sit in their meetings, in their pulpits, and, and in their pews, and complain about what's going on outside, but they don't engage it. They want to preach to it. They want to tell them they've got to come to their meetings, to their churches, 
but they're not prepared to go into the culture, into society, into the communities, and begin to build relationships. They, they don't want to go in and begin to engage another generation. They don't want to engage this culture, engage this society. Somehow, they, you know, they've got this aloofness, this superiority. They've got this exclusivity to themselves. And, and, you know, and that's what I always say is it doesn't, everywhere I've gone in the world, we've, we always get invited to somebody's church and to meet somebody's pastor. But nobody ever just comes and, and sits with us and says, hey, how are you, how's your journey? You know, what have you learned? How's your relationship with the Father? You know, where, where are you at? They, they're not interested in me. They always invite you to their meeting. And we've got to begin to change that. I'm telling you that society now is not interested in your meetings. They're not inter interested in your church, your church meetings I'm talking about. They're interested in you. They want relationship. They want authenticity. They want reality. They don't want your opinion. They want reality. And the reality is, is when you're courageous enough to stand for what you believe in, but you consider it enough to listen to who they are, where they've been, and what they're what their journey is about. So I really want to encourage you, Mentoring Monday, man, make it this week to begin to set the 3E strategy into your life. Begin to engage around you. Begin to engage people's lives. We so easily, as Christians, get into people's faces and tell them how sinful they are and how wrong they are and how bad they are. And how they shouldn't be drinking and shouldn't be smoking and shouldn't be doing this and that. They can't help it, man. That's what they do. But what we need to do is we need to engage them. We need to get out of our meetings, out of our buildings, and begin to engage this next generation. Meet them for coffee, man. <laughs> take them out for coffee. You know, take some time and be available to... to the society, the community around you. I think if I had to plant a church now, I think I'd do totally different. You know, I, I wouldn't get a building and set up meetings, man. I would just begin to engage people wherever I could find them. And, uh, and we're doing that already. I mean, I'm not even thinking about planting a church right now, but, but uh, you know, we just take people. We had, we had a couple on, on uh, Saturday, and they took us to lunch, man, for a sandwich. And uh, we just sat down and, and uh, they mentioned something and I could hear there was something. And I just began to share stories with them. And disappointment sometimes, you just got to be real, man. And how I got disappointed and got hurt. But you know what? This, I want to share with you is like, this is what, what the vision, this is what the dream is. I, this is what I believe. And boy, they sat, they listened, they were encouraged, you know. They said, we want to talk some more. And I said, absolutely. And that to me is like, this is where we've got to get to and begin to reach. I got I got some young young guys in their twenties, man, and they they call me, uh, call Michelle and I, and say, "Hey, would you come and have a meal with us? To come and just share with us." I said, "Cool, man. We we're just gonna get together. We're just gonna talk, share. They ask questions, you know, because we've got a story. We've got we've been through some storms in our life, man. We have got some stories to tell, and so have you, you know. And 
And so you, you need to think about the stories you can tell and, and not drag it out, not make it boring and, and make it all about you, but lessons, life lessons you can impart. I've done that with my kids, right? Live, you know, over the years, Michelle always used to say, are you having devotions with the, with the boys every morning? Said, you know, I actually don't do it like that. I don't sit down with them and preach at them. We, we do it in the car. We sit on the beach. We have a milkshake when we were still in South Africa. Or, or other, you know, with Jesse now, we just talk about stuff and I tell him a story. You know what? I remember this occasion or something. And, and so they, you know, they, sometimes they roll their eyes at me because oh, we've heard that one before. But there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson in the story, you know. And so, you know, take the opportunity. That's how I mentored my sons in in their thinking, in their in their approach, and their values, it's by telling them stories, you know, engaging them, spending time with them, not sitting and preaching at them. And I think what we got to do is sometimes we just got to get out the pulpit, man, get off the platform, get get out of our little our little you know secluded little world, and and become more inclusive of reaching people, touching their lives where they at, get out there. And begin to engage the church. You know, the church has got this. We, in especially in this country, well, I think it's in every country in the world right now. Bless God, is like the church is has got to has got to engage this next generation. If we, that's where the whole three E strategy for me began to get birth. Is just the concept of if we don't engage them, I'm telling you, is the wrong forces are. And if we don't set the platform, if we don't begin to impart values and, and begin to invest in this generation where they are, they're not coming to our meetings, man. They're not coming to our Sunday services. I'm telling you. And so we, we've got to get, we've got, we've got to stop going to church and start becoming the church that actually gets into society and begins to say, you know what, we're going to transform the culture. And but but and society, we we're going to turn around the moral decline that we're experiencing in our nation. But we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it with placards. Listen to me, man. The, you know, they are experiencing education. They're experiencing influence at another level. And we think we're going to do it with placards and and standing on corners and shouting in people's faces and condemning them and telling them how bad they are and what sinners they are, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore. This generation has turned off that stuff. What we've got to do, and, we, you know, and, and people say to me, wow, you know, we, we've got to do it. We've got to preach you know, repentance. Repentance is a change of mindset, and we've got to bring that change Hey, Marcy, good to see you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see you pop up here. Um, thanks for hopping on. Um, we, we've got we've to engage them in relationship, authentic relationship, and show them that, you know, that we're real. This is engagement, and it starts with stories. I've, I've now gone on to a whole... A whole <laughs> <laughs> rant on on engagement here but but the thing about it is, is I, I really want to put it into context for you so that you understand it's not just like I can tell a story I can get on a platform and tell a story now you know it's that's not what we're talking about we're talking about 
being able to live the story, you know, is that people can say, wow, you've been through stuff. We can see you've been through stuff. You've got a story to tell, you know, and you impact their lives. Not because you're like in their face, kind of like, you better change. You better change. You know, you sinner, you, you're going to hell with you. You know, we've got to change that approach, man. We got to, you know, and I'm telling you, when, when, when they see we real, when they know we real, and we're real people, and, and we actually are considerate of them. I tell you, they want to be part of our, our relationships. They want to be part of a relationship. They don't want to be part of a meeting. Let me tell you, man, they want to be. The, the, whole, the whole moving business right now is, is to move away from this official kind of formal structure of the work environment. It's informal. It's It's like let's hop on a meeting sit around in in the in the lounge and i worked i, I worked with a, a bunch of guys in england and and uh, they, they were just like okay let's grab 10 minutes here and let's just talk through some of the stuff and they would all sit in the lounge feet up on the table have a cup of coffee and just talk i said that's what it's about you see that's what it's about so we've got to begin to change how we think as the church. Unfortunately, the church is like always 30 years behind everything that's actually happening because we're so stuck in our ways. We need to. That's why Jesus was such a radical in his time. And I'm not saying radical as in, as in like, you know, uh, weird or an activist or something, but he, he was rejected by the institution because he came in doing things of the hour. He was talking about things like, my father <laughs> and you know the, the the pharisees thought you know hey you're a you're a sinner you know it's just like you can't say things like that and he was talking about that um uh, you know it's like meeting with the with the scam artists the tax collectors the whole bunch of of dysfunctionals man he was meeting with them for dinner and they're like how can he sit with them you know he's a rabbi supposedly you know and just like uh, and jesus just did it totally different you know he hung out with the fishermen and 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 the activists and the rebels and and the scam artists and the whole the whole bang shoot of of people that nobody else wanted to be around well none of the religious people wanted to be around so that's what i want to encourage you today think about it hey this is mentoring monday this is the 3e strategy begin to engage the next generation talk to you soon next week mentoring monday again thanks for being with me Bye.